have all the Disney news you need to know from two Disney geeks. I'm Jessica. And I am Hula. Oh my gosh, I'm glad to be back for our second episode here, Jess. Me too. And you know what? On this second episode, we're going to celebrate by doing something I've we've never done before on this podcast. Are you ready? Ooh, I'm ready for it. Yeah, bring it. I'm going to have a drink. Nice. Very nice. This is the first timer here. This is the first, first time, time that on we... this podcast, yes. What, what are we drinking here? What, what's going on? Truly. I mean, basic. But you know what? I <laughs> love it. <laughs> it's 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 that kind of a week for you, right? That you need some truly, truly, yes, truly need the truly. Yes, yes. No, <laughs> I, I think I need something. I've I've been craving something strong for the entire 2020. I mean, going from oh. COVID to unemployment to what the heck is happening with fires to Disneyland closing. Well, that should have been my number one first. Disneyland yeah. closing. Um, but yeah, it's just what a crazy time we're living in i know we're all saying the same exact thing but i just want to keep saying it what a crazy time we're living in it is the stupidest year ever oh my gosh yeah 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 absolutely 2020 can go away i think um as we're entering 2021 we're all going to be partying um Mm -hmm. and being like bye see you later don't let the door hit you on the way out like i've never wanted to say bye felicia more We're all going to have, the world is going to have a resounding bye, Felicia, as soon as it hits midnight from whatever place you're you're, you're at right now, when 2020 is over. Yeah. I hope so. Oh, boy. All right. I hear your kids. Oh, you can hear them in the background? Yeah. You know, that's what the the beauty of working from home. You can't get rid of the kids. Um, I I try to. I try to. I love it so much, though. You know, it's funny. It's funny because she, right now she's, um, my wife got these really cool Disney suction cup toy things that like stick to to things. And so she's all about it. And so right now she's role playing. Like, I think she's, you can't really hear in the background, but she's singing some sort of Mickey song. Maybe it's the new mixed up Mickey adventure. I don't know if Walt, your son is into that mixed up no. adventure with Mickey. Okay. Not it's yet. on Disney, Disney Jr. Uh, it's, it's no longer Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. It's all about Mick, Mickey's mixed up adventure. Oh, so, okay, okay. Uh-huh. yeah, it went from it went to Mickey Mouse Clubhouse to Mickey's Roadster Racers to now Mickey's Mixed Up Adventures. Every like season or whatever, every three months or four months, whatever it is, they do a, a new version of Mickey's Clubhouse, basically. Have you ever fallen asleep watching an event episode of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse with your child and then you wake up like five or ten minutes later and go, what in the world is going on? Um, when have I not slept during an episode of Mickey's? You, you wake up and go, what is it? What, where, where, where are they? What are they doing? Why is this show happening? Why are they singing about this? What are, it's the most, if you don't watch it from the beginning and you wake up in the middle of an episode, it's the most bizarre thing you've ever seen. You know, honestly, as a parent, when you, when your kid gets into the, 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 uh, Disney junior portion of their life. Um, it is interesting because like right now we, you know, we did the whole, uh, Sophia, the first series, like luckily you have a boy. I mean, not that boys can't watch the show, but I mean, majority of the time it's, you know, the girls, Uh um, we, we got through Sophia, the first now we're, um, luckily they're not hardcore into Mira, a Royal detective, but they are into it. Um, our house is pretty much a Mickey's, uh, mixed up adventure and, um, very much into the Bluey shows. I don't know if you got into Bluey. Oh, I've heard Bluey's great. Bluey's great. Bluey's wonderful. Bluey yet. It's it's the Peppa Pig of Disney, and literally, I wake up going like, "What is happening right now? What 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 what's happening? Why is Bluey talking about itching his butt? Like, why is that happening on Disney okay. Junior? I don't know what's happening. So okay. yeah, that's that for me. It's Bluey that I do that kind of. Huh? What? Huh? I need to go back to sleep. All right. Well, there you go then. <laughs> you, have, you, have that, you have that to look forward to. You have that to look forward to as oh, Walt gets older. And that's why we drink Trulies. And that's why you truly, you have a Truly. <laughs> truly. <laughs> oh, boy. That, All right. Well, let's get into some Disney news. Um, I want to yes. start with uh, Disney Plus and Mulan. Um, oh, they my. Have- 
They got some numbers back. Um, they say that Disney Plus downloads increased 68% after Mulan debuted on September 4th. Um, right. But they're saying, for the record, that's below the 73% spike that happened after the film version of Hamilton launched. But, you know. Yeah, you I heard it's, it was a flop, according to stuff that I read, as far as what they thought the success would be. Um, they thought you know, hitting over 60 million subscribers in less than a year would be great, but I guess it's not, I mean, as far as like this movie, they thought it would increase it even more and it's not that much. Well, and I honestly, here's, I think this movie was made for the Chinese audiences. Right. Um, a hundred, because the Chinese market, as far as movies, excuse me, as far as movies go, has become increasingly important um, in the last few years. And you'll see this, where there's a lot of movies where you're watching it and it's very much made for a Chinese audience. Watch The Meg, very much made for a Chinese audience. Um, There's several other movies, very much made for a Chinese audience. And I think this is one that was made for a Chinese audience. Um, uh, It actually will be opening in theaters in in China uh, this Friday. Have you seen it yet or no? Are you waiting till... I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. Um, okay. I'm still waiting. We might watch it this weekend. We haven't decided. I, I do want to see it. Um, there are some moves to boycott Mulan online. Um, there's some critics uh, for a few different reasons. Um, the most vocal critics um, are um, because of are coming out of Hong Kong and also because of Hong Kong related issues. Um, This is because the film star, the actress who plays um, Mulan. uh, uh, I'm sorry if I get her name, if I butcher her name. um, Lu. Lu. Yuffie. Yuffie. I'm, I apologize. Um, Anyways. Um, she's been, she was quoted last year saying, I support the Hong Kong police. You can attack me now. What a shame for Hong Kong. Um, basically saying, uh, she was, uh, supporting the police, um, in Hong Kong, if you don't know, and I, it's a much bigger, bigger political thing. And I don't want to, um, I I won't, well, not rabbit hole. I I won't be able to give it justice. Um, but. Um, Hong Kong now as part of China, they uh, are officially part of China now. um, And there's been a lot of suppression of media, um, of rights um, in Hong Kong. And she was saying she supports Hong Kong police, which has been um, suppressing rights of the Hong Kong citizens um, because they're under China, Chinese control. Um, So there's a lot of issues there in Hong Kong, which makes heart breaks my heart because Hong Kong is such a beautiful city. It's one of the best places ever. Um, right, I was you've there been for, there. Yeah, I was there for not even 48 hours, and I fell in love with the city. It's oh, gorgeous, wow. um, except for the humidity is a nightmare. Um, yeah, no thanks. Oh no, it's it's so bad. The windows are constantly soaking wet, dripping. Oh wow! Constantly, at all times. No, thanks. I'm good. I'll stay. Oh. I'll stay out of Hong Kong myself. I've never seen humidity like that in my life. Um, anyways, um, so that's one of the th- reasons they're saying to boycott Milan. There's a couple other reasons. Um, apparently, I did not know this. Um, um, the the uh, character that's Mulan's love interest is not in this new one. Oh, the, the, oh, wow. Okay. I did not know that. But people are boycotting because there's no love interest? Um, yeah, there was some people that were upset because that character is not in it. Um, it's mostly in relation to the Hong Kong police brutality. That's what Um, I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But there was, there was some talk about that because they do kind of call him a, um, um, uh, bisexual icon or there was an article i saw the other day i i you know i don't want to go too much into it because i don't know that much um about it um uh-huh. but it was a brief article i saw the other day that people were upset that he was gone because he was considered an icon in certain communities um, oh wow okay yeah didn't I, did, I didn't know i didn't know that either i didn't know he wasn't in it um uh, yeah. 
But yeah, well, so I mean, there's obviously there, going to be changes with live action versus you know that's di- di- that's what's been happening with Disney live action stuff. It's not exactly the same as the actual movie movie or the yeah, animated movie. I have to I have to watch it because I appreciate they don't need to make a love interest in it. That's right. great. Right, um, but it is getting a lot of flack because of the Hong Kong issues, and so there is a hashtag boycott Mulan um, wow. thing going on. So you know, and some people who did watch it said it was great. Some said it wasn't. Um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I yeah, I do gotta watch it. It's on my list, so we'll see. Um, I'll wait till December. Yeah, I'm still good. I think I'm gonna wait till December. Yeah. 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 Nothing's like. Now. Yeah, I mean, I will. I definitely will watch it, but not until December, just because I don't want to pay extra for it. Um, pick, speaking of things uh, on Disney Plus that headed to Disney Plus first before going to the movie theaters, there is some reports out that Pixar's Soul might head straight to Disney Plus. Uh, that's wow. the new one starring Jamie Fox yes. and Tina Fey. Um, a lot of movies uh, have been going straight to Disney Plus during the pandemic. The one and only Ivan was apparently supposed to be in theaters. Hamilton, Artemis Fowl, Mulan. Uh, Disney now is uh, in soft talks. Uh, there are loose talks out there that Disney's Pixar Soul could go to Disney Plus according to dead, uh, Deadline. Uh, this might be another um, premiere access type thing. This one I probably would pay for because... Pixar movies are always great, and I love Tina Fey, so sure, why not? Um, Pixar's Soul was supposed to be released in November. Oh, okay. I mean, Onward did pretty well being released on, I think it was released out to everybody first, right? You had to pay, because I think I paid for Onward. I don't remember it jumping on Disney Plus right away. Yeah, Onward was, I think, out on... in theaters for like maybe two weekends. Okay. And then they like a hot it on Disney Plus. It was a very hot second because it was like right in the middle of the pandemic. And like okay. Mulan was supposed to be released in theaters and it was like they literally had the world premiere and the like a weekend after that they were supposed to go into theaters and then everything shut down. So they pulled it like like two days before it was supposed to be released. Right, right. I mean, we're all trying to get, you know, they're probably, they're scrambling to figure out, like, what do we do? Do we hold on to this? Will it be relevant anymore? We've already promoted the heck out of it. Like, now do we wait and sit or do we just let it go? So, yeah. I want Black Widow. Why can't I get Black Widow? It's already, we've, we've seen the trailers. It's out. I mean, like, it's definitely made. It's ready. I want Black Widow. Can we just get that? But there's been no uh, um, any rumors even about them maybe just throwing to Black Widow on Disney Plus. Uh, but I, if they did what like they did with Mulan and Disney Plus with Black Widow, I think they would have an amazing response. So, well, should. movie theaters in San Diego are, are reopened again, right? Twenty five percent capacity is that what it is? Something like that, yeah. And they are are open in a couple different places. Um, I know that uh, Tenant opened not a disney film obviously um that opened in a few theaters it didn't do astoundishing well and i mean nothing's gonna do well right now you know you can either you know suck it up release your stuff i mean trolls did really well um on video on demand when they released it so oh yeah i watched it the first weekend i bought i bought into it i think scooby do the scooby movie yeah did well so i have a feeling soul will help you know whatever revenue that was lost from disney um i think soul will definitely help with that and um for sure let's be honest black widow would do the same thing black widow i think would do a lot more than mulan did i mean a lot more i predict Um, black widow would do more than hamilton and hamilton was probably the biggest release on disney plus agreed yeah i i I could 100 percent see it Corporate Disney, we're here for you. Just follow yeah. our lead. We'll help More- you. We'll help you regain. <laughs> speaking, of other, speaking of other things coming to Disney Plus, um, Once Upon a Snowman, an original short featuring everyone's favorite snowman, Olaf, yes, yes. will be, uh, start streaming on Disney Plus on October 23rd. Now, this is the origin story of Olaf. What happened between creation and when he met up with Anna, 
we get that story. Oh, okay. That's interesting. <laughs> that I because yeah, I, does it continue though? Because he really couldn't stay a snowman when it turned into summer. Well, no, this is like the beginning. Like when all because if you look at the poster, it's uh, Elsa making Olaf. So it's oh, when okay, so it's not there. when he was it's not like, like back it, like it during Frozen One, basically. Yeah, it's like before Let It Go happened, because she's still not in her Let It Go end outfit. Uh-huh, so with uh-huh, that, uh-huh. she's going up that mountain. So it'll be the story from when he was created to when he first meets Anna and Kristoff. So that should be... Uh, I wonder how many episodes of that will be happening. This one. It's just a, it's just okay. a short. It's oh, just okay. a quick short. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Another, I mean, another way to get Josh Gad basically back for Olaf. The well, anything together. to do with Josh Gad. Speaking of things to do with Josh Gad, uh-huh. uh, they will also be doing, Disney Plus is also premiering The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is um, voiced by, jo- or I'm sorry, narrated by Josh Gad. This is a behind the scenes look in um, with National Geographic. It's actually a National Geographic um, put together show and it's behind the scenes look at Disney's animal kingdom in Florida. You get to meet the animals. You get to meet um, the people who take care of them, the trainers, the zookeepers, etc. That'd be fun. That'd yeah. Be good to watch. That yeah. Starts streaming September 25th. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm excited. Oh, Anything that's behind the scenes for Disney. I'm in. Oh, 100%. Anything behind, I, I mean, I, I almost prefer behind the scenes footage than actual footage footage because I feel like it's just so interesting. Yeah, agreed. Um, another thing that Disney's, there's, Disney announced like a bunch of Disney Plus um, things that's premiering. Another one that they announced that will be premiering October 16th is called Clouds. This is inspired by the true, true story of teenage songwriter Zach Zobeck. Um, uh-huh. The movie, um, he became an internet sensation before passing away at the age of 18 from, oh gosh, an osteo, osteosarcoma, um, which is a bone cancer in 2013. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's based on the story, uh, it's based on the book that his mom wrote about his life. Um, so that'll be something that we can all cry at, but it'll yes, be very absolutely. inspirational. Um, so I highly suggest that. Exciting. Okay. Exciting. I'm waiting for the one news. You haven't announced it yet. That's coming to Disney what? plus. What news? Which one? You didn't hear about the reboot. Which one? There was like 23 reboots in my life this week. The Doogie Hauser reboot. No. Yes, they're doing a Doogie Howser reboot called Doogie uh, Kamea Aloha MD. It's ordered for the Disney Plus. Basically, it's going to be a female-led uh, reboot of Doogie Howser. Uh, the series uh, is called, right now, the working title is Doogie Kamea uh, Aloha MD, as previously reported, a mixed 16-year-old girl who works as a doctor in Hawaii. This 10-episode half-hour comedy follows the doctor as she juggles a building medical career and life as a teenager. Um, so basically it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be starring this, this 16 year old girl who is going to be, her nickname is Doogie. Um, so it'll be a Doogie Hauser MD coming back. Wow. Now I'm sure Neil Patrick Harris will come back and do some cameos. At least. Oh God, they love Neil. Yeah, I, I'm looking here on this article about the whole thing. It just just mentions the fact that he starred in Duke Hazard, but doesn't mention if he's going to be involved whatsoever. I w- I mean, like I said, I would assume as much. Um, he's a big Disney fan. Um, do you know about his Disney fandom obsession? No, yeah. I don't know a lot about his obsession. So he um. He's a huge Disneyland fan, um, Disney Parks, um, and he has been for, you know, since he was a kid. Right. Uh, and, like, not just, like, a, oh, I love going there. Oh, I love watching the movies. Like, he is full, like, if like you're trying. Yeah. If you're trying to buy something at auction and it's a really cool thing, especially if it's Haunted Mansion, 
there's a good chance that you're fighting against him or John Stamos. No, um, what? Even John Stamos is like that obsessed with Disney too. Oh, do you not know who owns the original like Disneyland sign? Is it John Stamos? Oh yeah, he actually keeps like there's a D. The D is in his backyard. If you go to the Hollywood Hills, um, you can see it, and in his like back or front yard, you can see the big Disneyland D, one of the original to- signs. Wow. And does it like sit on the ground or something? Or does he have it like lit up like McDonald's? I think it lights up at night. I can't remember, but it is, it's not like lying on the ground. It's, you know, professionally posted. So you can see it from the street. It's That would be weird because then you're literally marking, here's where I live. Come visit me. (laughs) I mean, I don't think he cares. Yeah. He's a huge fan. He's got a bunch of Disney memorabilia in his house. Um, that he did a home tour. He's got some like original tombstones from the Haunted Mansion. He's got like insane stuff. They are just like us. I am I so know. impressed. I love it. Yeah. I love it. John Stamos. No, yeah. In fact, if you if you have if you've uh, been a Disneyland fan, you've had at least two or three spottings of John Stamos in your life at Disneyland. Oh, probably. I've, yeah, for- I've seen him. I think three times. Oh wow! Disneyland, yeah. His he and his wife, I think, got married at Disneyland or Disney okay. World. I believe they got married at. Yeah, John Stamos is a Disney nerd, and so is Neil Patrick Harris. In fact, I went to years ago. I went to this is the most geekiest <laughs> thing I ever did. I went to a. It was this night program. It was like a gala event, and it was called Magical mysterious or mad magical mechanical magic kingdom or something like marvelous mechanical magic kingdom and it was imagineers talking about animatronics okay animatronics and different uh ways that they built the rides and all these different stories it was really cool bob gurr was there alice davies was there um all these people who had helped build the park who now work on the park I mean, it was like PowerPoint presentations on what they did. And it was like a dinner and there was a silent auction. And it was right. hosted by Neil Patrick Harris. That doesn't surprise me. And it literally me was like the same year he hosted the Tonys. I'm like, he's hosting something where PowerPoint presentations aren't working. The same year he's hosting the Tonys. This is crazy. And he was like I'm... eating dinner with everybody and at the silent auction with everybody. Like I wanted a picture with him, but I couldn't. I was so nervous. I feel like he, um, didn't he do one of the, uh, don't they have the readings, um, you know, during Christmas time? Wasn't yeah, he one he of the readers? Every year at Walt Disney World, he usually does the candlelight processional. Okay, yeah. So I thought he was one of the readers there, too. I mean, I'm surprised they don't have a movie, he's not in a movie, an animated movie with his voice yet. Has he not been in a Disney movie? I'm surprised he hasn't. He was the Barker, um... The guy that gave the instructions on, uh, um, oh crap, what was the ride? My brain just stopped working. Oh, Screaming California, Screaming California, is that what California it was Screaming? Before it was called, uh, yeah, before it was called uh, Incredicoaster. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, California Screaming. Yeah. So when you got on the ride, and there was a guy, hurry, 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 your ride's about to start. Oh, that was Neil Patrick Harris? That was Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, did not know that. Okay, okay, okay. Another person that if you had been to Disneyland enough, you'd see him. him oh, for sure. And then um, uh, uh, Jennifer Goodwin and her husband. Oh, were, duh. They're, they're ultimately the Disney, I mean, they well, were once club. upon a time. Yeah, well, and they were, they're, she's a Club 33 member. They're there all the time. I've seen them. I would say a dozen times at that park. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're the ultimate <laughs> Disney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. She's a little cutie. She's adorable. And they're there all the time. So that's cool. That's good to hear. Yeah. So there's your Disney's celebrity fans. <laughs> today. Did, I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Your Disney fandom. Uh, well, hopefully one day we'll be able to get back to that. We'll I'm... be able to spot Disney celebrities, you know, from at Disney. Funny, you should mention that. Let's get an update on the Disneyland possible reopening. Obviously, uh-huh. right now, we don't have any dates. We don't know when it's opening. But things look like it could be closer and closer. Um, Gavin, uh, Gavin Newsom said on Wednesday that they are in talks. They're getting very close to open to announcing dates and protocols for theme parks in Southern California to open. Um, right. So that's really good news. 
Um, he also, uh, Cal- Orange County, which is obviously where Disneyland is located, uh, entered a new, this, the second, not the, they were in the highest. Um, they, they were color. in purple or red and now they're they purple. Were purple. No, they were purple. Now they're red. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they went down a level, so they're getting better. So things got to open up a little bit more. Um, Downtown Disney, uh, I think they can have 25% inside dining now. Inside nice. For their inside dining locations. And nice. they also can have a bigger capacity into World of Disney, which is good. Awesome. Um, and if you, uh, a lot of people have been, I, I would like to call this Disneyland reopening spotting. There's been a lot of talk about uh disneyland reopening obviously um and people have been trying to do spottings of what's changed to show that we're closer to opening um uh just i think it was either yesterday or the day before um they started posting uh signs outside the entrance of guidance you know wash your hands must wear mask at all times stay right. six feet apart you know all that basic stuff that we all have seen everywhere Right. Um, those signs started appearing outside of the entrances to both Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. Um, all of the turnstiles now have plexiglass between the guests and the cast members that are be taking your tickets. Um, rides are being tested and have been t- spotted being tested and inspected. And Ooh. the horses of Disneyland has e- have even been spotted being um, taken around Main Street. And getting a little, you know, testing to make sure that they're acclimated and ready to be back on Main Street. That's a good sign. They're all really good signs. So the hope is we're going to hear something sooner rather than later. Originally, we talked last week uh, that September 28th was their shooting for a date. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they're still shooting for. As of right now, you can still make reservations to go to Disneyland. Or I'm sorry, to stay at one of the um, hotels um, in October for the month of October, they're still accepting reservations. Um, so, who knows? That'd be cool. Yeah, and by I the mean, way, they're they're not moving to Texas, though, right? Okay. Because <laughs> I didn't read the story because I was like, "This is stupid," and so okay. I didn't read so there is this. Uh, this blogger um it's called uncle waltz insider they published an article posting that disneyland theme park was leaving california and moving to texas uh basically it said breaking news disneyland's abandoning california moving to texas uh saying they finally had enough and the state is just nuts disneyland officials have announced that the park is leaving california and then just kind of goes on this is not a factual like snopes did a whole thing about it saying this article is known for being uh you know satire kind of very much like the onion where they post things uh, to just to get a reaction um first and foremost that's the original disneyland they would never abandon the original disneyland no uh, you know and if they do open in texas cool that's an awesome thing but yeah that's not this is the same um the same organization that said that SeaWorld was leaving San Diego and SeaWorld was going to head over to San Antonio. Hello, if they did their research, there's already a SeaWorld in San Antonio. I was about to say, I was like, isn't there a SeaWorld in San Antonio? Yes, there is already a SeaWorld in San Antonio. So yeah, this is the same company, the same uh, blogger that said that. So it's just, I mean, it, it was going around, I think it was maybe yesterday or the day before I kept watching the headlines. People were texting me, did you hear that Disneyland's going to Texas? And I was like, yeah, but if they go, they're not going to leave California. Like that would be, that's the original Disneyland. That's not going anywhere. Well, and think about what it, the money it would take to take all of those properties, all of those rides and move them to an entirely new location. Yeah, it that's not a thing. Cost more than it would be. Now yeah. I could see another park opening up maybe in Texas, but honestly, I don't think th- maybe that was a talk at one point. I mean, there's been a lot of talks. Disney almost opened um, a theme park. I think it was in the eighties or nineties. They were trying to do a theme park. It was like Virginia or something like that. Maybe uh-huh. Tennessee. I can't remember exactly where it is. Uh, there's actually a great defunct land um, 
YouTube episode about it. It was called like Disney's America. It's right. a wild story. It's wild. You have to watch it. It's great. <laughs> okay. And the, and you have to watch the defunct land one about it because okay. he, the way he does it, it's in the style of Ken Burns. Oh, okay. Got it. It's cool. great. It's so good. Uh, I need to check that out for sure. Yes. Defunct land. Uh, and I think it's called Disney's America. Um, so there's been that Disney has talked about different going to different places. In fact, uh, one of the stories I saw this week is there's a petition to get Disney in Australia. Um, and Ooh. that has been a rumor before. And there are some Australian, there's an Australian man who is petitioning Disney to open a park in Australia. And I mean, I, I don't think that's unheard of. There was another rumor. I think we reported on not long ago that they were talking about putting one in India, you know, nothing's off yeah. the table. Exactly. Um, I'm not mad at it. Nothing's off the table after COVID. Right. right nothing. Now, yeah. Nothing can surprise us more than after COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be after COVID and frankly, probably even a long, a while after that, um, because right. this is the COVID has been um, bad. Um, in fact, analysts even suspect that two, 20, this is a lost year for Disney as far as revenue and they're thinking uh that next year will probably be another lost year for the park really yeah um uh that's interesting if especially like let's say if the parks decide to reopen in september i would think that oh well it depends you know if people really want to go back to the theme parks yeah they're saying analysts are saying that uh they probably won't fully recover and be back to pre-pandemic revenues until 2023. I mean, have you heard any news as far as like people in, is it Shanghai that's reopened there? Like how is it the revenue there? Um, I, I don't, they don't particularly, I don't think they share the Shanghai ones or at least haven't since it's reopened. I know they're doing well. Um, in fact, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Shanghai's restrictions are much different than ours. Right. Uh, they haven't had a case, a local case of COVID since the spring. Not oh, wow. Yeah, China did it right, guys. Um, they haven't had a local case. And I've been following, I follow some Instagrammers in uh, Shanghai. And one was posting from Shanghai Disneyland. They only have to wear masks when they're inside a building or uh-huh. in line for a ride. If they're just walking around the park, they don't have to wear a mask. Um, there are no meet and greets, but they have started their fireworks back up at night. Okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, they're doing much better, but of course their country is doing much better. So um, right. the capacity is still low. Um, they are still restricting the capacity, but it feels like in Shanghai from the people that I follow, life is almost back to normal. There still is little things here and there that are different. Right. Um, everything seems like things are going back. So I'm assuming the revenue is back up. Um, but that park is still only four years old, too. Right. So. And you have to think about it. It's probably not as far. I mean, because a lot of people, you know, would travel there right now with travel restrictions. That's the, you know, maybe right. a lot of the, uh, the a lot of the money they wouldn't normally make would be from, you know, people wanting to check out that park. And unfortunately, they can't do that right now because of the restrictions. Yeah, and Hong Kong already was operating before they closed down at a deficit because um, a lot of people weren't going to Hong Kong because of the protests and riots. Um, and Hong Kong, honestly, is not that packed of a park to begin with. Oh. Yeah, we went to it. I was shocked. at. I mean, there was nothing more than 10-minute wait. Nothing. Really? So it was yeah. almost like Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, of all the parks at, at Orlando, Animal yeah. Kingdom is pretty much a, you know. No, not anymore. Not since Pandora opened. Oh, right. That's true. But still, yeah. maybe around a lot of it. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no, Hong Kong, you can get on everything and they've got some great rides there. So um, a lot of it is a lot like ours, but they've got right. a lot of different things. Um, Hong Kong had to, they opened up. Then they closed back down again because there was an outbreak. And I think their outbreak um, in the country was 30 people. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that was what they considered an outbreak. It was enough where they're like, okay, we need to close everything down again. Um, But things are opening back up in Hong Kong. So hopefully Hong Kong Disneyland actually should be opening again soon. They announced the other day. Very cool. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting and it's going to, it's this whole COVID thing and within the parks is going to be felt for years. I mean, Epcot was in the middle of a major rehaul and a lot of things have gotten canceled um, or pushed back. Um, They were supposed to do the Mary Poppins thing that now is somewhere in the sky. Um, Right. Uh, they've taken it all off of all of its uh, press and in the coming soon features. Uh, so none of that's happening. And there was a couple other things in Epcot. Oh, the um, Moana thing. No, the Moana thing. Cause I think they're already in the middle of constructing that. Um, okay. But the spaceship earth was supposed to be down. They were going to do a major rehaul of the spaceship earth. That's now um, um, delayed. Uh, and spaceship earth is actually open for guests to enjoy. Uh, so, you know, I think we're going to see a lot of things like that where things that were coming are going to be delayed or canceled altogether. Wow. Uh, as far as Disneyland goes, you know, we have we are we have the Marvel that's already halfway built, so that'll be open. But there is supposed to be a phase two to that Marvel land, which will be whatever the Avengers attraction is, um, where the Quinjet currently sits. It's a store. But eventually that's supposed to be an attraction. I don't think we'll see that for much longer than they originally anticipated because of COVID-19. Um, well, to, they, have the, they have to get the money back. Yeah. And then the Mickey's Railway, it's already like just started construction on that. Yeah, correct. And Mickey's Railway, they, that was already in construction. So they aren't going to um, go back and cancel that. Right. Um. So, yeah. Um. But I do have one thing for you that is a surprise that I think you are going to be very happy about. I'm ready for it. Bring it on. Disney Cruise Line might be yes. soon. Um, the Port of Galveston, uh, Texas, hosted its board of trustees um, for a meeting. During this event, Port Director and CEO Roger Reeves provided an update about the Disney Cruise Line. Um, based on his conversations with Disney officials, he said the embarkation um, pro- process for Disney Cruise Line, um, you know how they do with the um, embark- embark- embarkation, that's the word I want. That's the word um, you're looking for. So there's two things that came out of this meeting. The first was the embarkation process with Disney right. Cruise Line. You know, you're only supposed to go for a certain time right? when you embark. Um, they're really going to hold restrictions to that and keep people um, to their embarkation times. And they have to stay in their embarkation times. Okay. Because, um, you know, before you can maybe for a little early or you know, a little late. Right. You can, yeah, you can like arrive at certain times and you're just like, but you now, sit around and wait. Yeah, no, you can only arrive at your time and there's no, and that's when you're supposed to arrive. And that um, makes more sense because the, it's a lot more crowded when it's just kind of free flowing. Um, also, they, he said that um, Disney Cruise Line is targeting a 70% occupancy level um, okay. uh, when the Disney Wonder returns to service at Port of Galveston. Um, and they're saying right now, although ne- November sailings are unbookable, the Disney Wonder is slated to sail a seven-night Bohemian cruise from Galveston on November 20th, barring any additional cruise cancellations. So this kind of gives us an idea. There is no official word from Disney about the Disney cruise lines, but this gives us an idea of what the Disney cruise lines could look like. So 70% occupancy, and it might be coming towards the end of November. We might seeing um, uh, uh, cruises can uh, start back up. Um, Cruises as as the cruise industry, there has been some that started back up in Italy. um, And uh, really in Italy. I didn't know that. Italy has had some cruises and there's been a few other in the Mediterranean areas that has started back up. This is not Disney though. Disney hasn't right, uh, right. restarted any of their cruises. Um, but right. there is a possibility that we could see November 20, 20th from um, the port of Galveston um, and the 70% occupancy level. Uh, the interesting thing about that is um, the article that I was reading was that they only Disney only needs to have the cruise full at, at like two thirds or something like that. No, uh-huh. no, it was way less than that. It was like less than half. They only need to sell like, was it even a quarter? I can't remember what I read now. It, it doesn't need to be that full. Basically like a 30% full. I think it was in order for them to make a profit. Wow. But they want to have it 70% full, which kind of questions why are they making it so full? Um, right. Why are, right. 
But I think also they've lost so much money in the last couple of months. That's probably why they want to go to 70% occupancy level. Um, and that's probably where they feel safe, where they could probably keep guests um, at a safe level. But we'll see. Um, yeah. That's good news with Disney Cruise Line. We might be seeing Disney cruises before the end of the year. That's amazing. They still got to pay for what? Three new boats, three new ships that are coming out. So yeah, yeah, that makes more sense to me than anything else. I mean, I know that my family's ready to go back on a cruise. Um, but obviously it's financial more than anything else that we probably won't be going anytime soon. But if we did have the money, we probably would go. Right. I'm, I'm in for a Disney cruise. I'm right. I'm in for anything that gets me out of the house to be right. The, let's be honest. Just, I think we're all tired of really being locked in the house. So yeah. Anything that brings us back outside would be good. Um, so going to the one park that is open in the U.S., well, Disney World, they've made a couple announcements this week. They will yep. be celebrating Christmas this year. Yay! Um, there are some things that aren't going to happen. For example, the Christmas, the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which we kind of saw coming because they did cancel um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So we, I anticipated this party being canceled as well. Right. It is what it is. It's 20, 2020 COVID-19. Right. right. Uh, the candlelight processional, um, that is canceled. Um, the Christmas lights on the Cinderella's castle will not be going this year. However, they will be doing um, special projection shows and projection lights on Cinderella's castle. Okay. Um, okay. And the Walt Disney Resorts will not be having gingerbread house displays. Oh, makes sense. Totally makes yeah. sense. Yeah. All of these things make sense. But... They are going to be bringing things in. So this starts November 6th, runs through December 30th at Walt Disney World. Here's a list of things they're doing. Disney's Animal Kingdom is going to receive festive flotillas. Um, If you haven't seen videos, the Animal Kingdom, how they're getting character meet and greets out is they're having the boats that um, go around kind of Animal Kingdom in their water area. Right. Um, Characters on them and they go by and you can wave at them and they wave back and they sing songs. So they'll have festive flotillas uh, the holiday promenades will be back at Epcot Um, Merry Motorcades at Disney's Hollywood Studios Santa will be present at all four parks and and at Disney Springs Uh, the Magic Kingdom to showcase the toy soldiers with the Main Street Philharmonic the toy soldiers will be there yes Um, like I said special projections on Cinderella's castle instead of the the castle dream lights uh, Minnie Mouse will host a dining uh, event at Hollywood and Vine in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Santa oh. Santa Goofy will be in attendance there, so that's exciting because everybody loves Santa Goofy. Of course, um, Disney Springs will host a Christmas uh, a Christmas tree trail. Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar in Disney Springs will transform into Jock Lindsay's Holiday Bar, um, which Jock Lindsay's ha- Hangar Bar, if you don't know, it's Indiana Jones themed. You know the pilot in the first Indiana Jones movie? Yes. That's Chuck Lindsay. Okay. Did not know that. Very cool. It's a really cool place. I love it. Uh, Disney Springs will also have magical snowfall in the evening. Um, Aww. And starting November 27th, highlights from Epcot's festival, the holiday food will begin uh, being served at World Showcase. And Joyful returns to sing at Epcot. So even in covid during this insane time disney is finding ways to bring holiday magic to disney world yes it doesn't look the same as it did before it's not obviously nothing's the same right now but they're finding ways to do it and i think it's great i mean yeah these little touches will be will be good i mean we need some we need a win in some way or another and this is kind of this is kind of a win you know what i mean we need this. We need this little, even if it's a, a, a snowflake falling from the sky, we need something. I agree. So this is really good. Um, this is really good news. I mean, we're to have something Christmassy to look forward to at Walt Disney World. I wish I was going. I unfortunately am not because COVID. Um, right. You know, California. Hopefully, though, if Disneyland does open in time, we will get some of these holiday type things um, at Disneyland here. Did you Southern see, California. did you see the article about, um, they're bringing the cavalcade of villains for Halloween time? 
It's so weird because I have that ar- an article about that right in front of me. That was going to be my next thing. Oh, so there you go. There's sooner. your transition. There you go. There it is. <laughs> what's coming sooner, sooner to Walt Disney World um, is obviously their Halloween celebrations. I believe they start this weekend. Oh, um, yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. After Labor Day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they're going to have a bunch of things. Um Starting off, Calvacades, they're going to have a villain's Calvacade featuring Gaston, Lady Tremaine, the Ugly Stepsisters. All of your favorites will be making their way around Magic Kingdom Park. Yes. Um, even even the villains can bring happiness to people right now. <laughs> of course. Even the, the Headless Horseman's going to be coming out, which is awesome. I love it. I need it. Yes. Also, the Cadaver Dans are making their return. The Dapper Dans actually haven't been back on Main Street USA since the Magic Kingdom opened, but they are coming back for the Halloween season as the Cadaver Dans, which is really exciting. That's awesome. That is going to be so cool. I cannot wait to see video from that. Have you seen (laughs) that? I know. We will not be there, but I can't wait to see video. (laughs) But I can't wait to see video from that. Uh, (laughs) Have you uh, seen the Dapper Dance uh, videos that they did from home? Yes. Oh, my God. It was incredible. I think it was on TikTok where it showed, like, them doing um, the Haunted Mansion. And it showed, like, a bunch of them duetting each other. I think I saw something like that. There was a few different ones that they did. They all made me cry. They were amazing. Yeah, it was like, it was past and present uh, Dapper Dance, right? From all over? I think it was all, it was all, they were all current and they're from Disneyland and from Disney's California, or um, from Disneyland and from Disney World. Um, How many Dapper Dance are there? There's a lot because you think about it. I mean, they're around all the time. You have in each air, in each park, probably two to three different groups because they usually try to work within their, probably their own groups. Um, because you have to harmonize with each other right you need a bass you need a soprano you need like all the harmonies in there absolutely i'm making all this stuff i don't know but i know there are more i know there are so that makes sense makes sense you definitely need that so no i'm excited i'm excited to see like like it'll be fun to you know get to see that because they'll probably show a lot of this stuff Two on Disney Plus, um, which would be good. Like my kids can be able to watch it and feel like they're there. Or you know what? There's always YouTube. I am a. Right. Um, I spend a lot of time on YouTube. So. Hey, you know what? We we aren't mad at YouTube. We that's that's exactly what we did for Fourth of July. I don't know if I ever told you that that story, but for Fourth of July, we did not go anywhere because obviously with COVID, we sat in our home and we YouTube, um, Disney Park fireworks and so we watched a ton of disney park fireworks from throughout the years and that was our fireworks display well there's a couple great youtubers who usually um film a few things from the different parks uh that i watch i know i watch tim tracker a lot i don't watch Mm -hmm. his at home stuff but i watch his stuff that's there and he's very thorough about Mm -hmm. showing what's at the parks especially when there's new offerings and things like that um so um, definitely, if you want, check out him for the uh, Walt Disney World stuff because he's based out of Florida. Um, awesome. And as far as here goes, there's a ton. I mean, I watch Theme Park Review or no Theme Park Obsession. I watch Best Life and Beyond. Um, there's oh, what's the other ones I watch? I, I can't remember now. Oh, Ordinary Adventures. Um, um, I love Adam the Woo, although. He's steering away from theme park stuff and doing really cool movie stuff. So still check him out. Um, okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really cool YouTubers. I watch them all the time. That's oh, that's awesome. My main thing on YouTube now is Disney YouTubes. Um, <laughs> the, one my, the one Jeff calls my boyfriend. He's like this. I call him a kid. He probably could be my age, but he looks like a kid on uh-huh. theme park obsession. And I'm kind of obsessed with him. Because he's just that's so- awesome. No, I'm excited. It's funny because you're always on the YouTube. I'm always on the TikTok. And with mm-hmm. TikTok, um, I watch uh, DZNY. Uh, or no, is it DZNY? Yes, I love him. The British guy? Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing because when that whole lightning struck over there at the, what was it, Tower Terror? Uh-huh. Like, it, he he posted all of her TikTok and and that video was amazing and so I watch all of that stuff. Um, Make it pink or blue, the mouselets, 
Um, they're all Disney fanatic uh, TikTok uh, people that are there in Florida. And I, I get mad, but I'm glad that I have them to watch all of this stuff from. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like to live vicariously. Um, yeah. So I think, I think that's all we got for today. You think we did yeah. that? Yeah, I think we did. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we covered a lot of the news that uh, that people were talking about or maybe didn't even know is happening. There's still a lot more news, even though the theme parks here on the West Coast are still closed. I mean, you think that we wouldn't be there, but apparently there's a lot. So there we go. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, uh, a lot of news. How's that truly? Have you gone through three, four? No, I'm still on the first one. I'm a slow drinker. It's okay. It's okay. It's, you know, whatever. maybe they'll make some sort of disney truly drink eventually somewhere that would be good that would be good i don't know again disney corporate if you're listening you're welcome you can have have that idea there you go all right well i think we will wrap it up there hula where can we find you um you can find me all over the place but uh specifically on facebook instagram um and tiktok all you gotta do is search for hula sd h-u-l-a-s-d and jess where can they find you uh you can find me on instagram at producer jessica and then you can find both of us on facebook and instagram um under leader of the club podcast that's what you need to search on facebook and instagram if you guys have any news to share with us let us know if you have pictures you want to send us we'll post it on our facebook page um the the facebook page is new so we want to fill it up yes. with a lot of uh, fun things, especially for those of us that are here on the West Coast. When we can experience the fun things, send us your Halloween stuff from there. Let's just do that, you know? Yeah, right I want to see your Halloween stuff. Um, And I'm going to downtown Disney this weekend. Awesome. Um, so I'm going to take some video, and I think we're going to be starting a YouTube soon. Some of yes, these, absolutely. Uh, yes. These podcasts are going to go on YouTube. And yes. and I'm going to create a video and we'll put that on YouTube. You know, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming. Yes, we're very excited about everything. So just already follow us. I do notice a lot of people already following us on Facebook, so thank you. But if you're trying to again look for us, it's Leader of the Club Podcast. And you can also do uh, Leader of the Club Pod at gmail.com if you want to reach out to us uh, via email. Yeah, so that's it. all. That's it. That's it. That's all, that's all of it, Jess. I all love it. it. Yeah, all of it. I mean, that's some of it. That's some of it, but not all of it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, until next time. See you real soon. Bye. Bye.